0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. I'm Carrie Gardner, coming to you from the Purple Street Studios in downtown Jollyville. We know you have your choice of fictional radio stations, and we're glad you chose us. Today on the program, we have a segment of Better Call Paul, followed by a fascinating look at the production of a recipe analyzer. Be sure and stick around for community beat with Uncle Assar. We now go to our sponsors, but stay tuned to Jollyville Radio on KJVR.
1: Powerful, breezy, ventilating, announcing the all-new
2: line of luxury air conditioners by the designer Robert Cheerful.
0: Want to wow your friends and family with your spectacular newfound cooking skills? Need a little help preparing that all-important first meal for your new true love? Then Cordon Bluetooth is for you. For a low monthly fee, your Cordon Bluetooth subscription works directly with your home recipe analyzer to quickly find award-winning recipes matching your food analysis results. These aren't those generic chocolate chip cookie recipes anyone can find. Cordon Bluetooth has exclusive deals with highly-rated professional chefs from around the world, so the recipes you get are truly a cut above the rest. Stop struggling with how long to beat those eggs and what temperature you need for baking that meringue. Order your Cordon Bluetooth service today!
3: This is Julia Stonewash coming to you live from the Purple Street Studios. This is listener-supported KJVR, Jollyville Radio. It's time for Better Call Paul, the handyman and relationship coach you can trust. Hi, folks. That's right, listeners. Paul Fredrickson is always here to offer advice.
4: Who do we have with us today?
3: Today, we have Sean Parmer with a question about their kitchen.
4: Hey, Paul. Thanks for having me on the show. My kitchen used to be my favorite part of the house, but lately it's just been feeling a little old and stuffy. Uh, I'm hesitant about the cost and the energy needed to do a full remodel. Do you have any suggestions for how I could bring my kitchen back to life? Sometimes when we're excited about something like a kitchen, it can be really easy to get comfortable in a routine and lose the spark. that sounds about right. It's okay if you're not ready to do remodeling or repairs. You can try new activities to spice things up instead. Sometimes something as simple as making a new twist on a favorite recipe can remind you of the excitement of cooking it for the first time. And if that doesn't work, you'd be surprised at how far something like a new coat of paint can make things more exciting again. Oh, wow. That's a good idea. Just like you've brought new life into your kitchen, there are other rooms in your house that may benefit from spicing things up. Oh, really? Take, for instance, your bedroom. Um, what's wrong with the bedroom? There are plenty of ways your bedroom can come to life. What are you trying to say? Sometimes the bedroom just isn't as fun as it used to be. We can get stuck in old routines that don't work Hey, out you right. know, I, I think I'm good. Don't worry about it. Hey. You don't want to hear the advice about spicing up your bedroom? No, no. Look, I see where this is going. I, I think we're good. I think we're done. Thank you for stating your needs so that I can respect your boundaries. Uh, okay. Thanks, buddy.
3: Thank you, Sean, for calling in. Oh, they hung up.
4: You deserve a mayor who will spice up this city. Vote for me for Mayor of Jollyville.
3: This message is paid for by the Committee of People Committed to Committing Paul Fredrickson for Mayor of Jollyville.
4: I'm Paul Fredrickson, and I approve this message.
2: This is Bobby Valconis, the Casserole Casanova, and you're listening to KJVR Dollyville Radio.
1: This week on How Cool Stuff Is Made, the Recipe Analyzer. Dramatic advances in miniaturization have made the recipe analyzer a must-have piece of kitchen equipment for serious chefs around the world, whether professional or amateur. The heart of the recipe analyzer is the crucible chamber, where food samples are rapidly vaporized. The chamber is made of two pieces of ultra-pure stainless steel which has been coated with a durable, proprietary, self-cleaning compound. Robotic arms hold the two halves of the chamber together in alignment with the discharge pipes and the fuel cell heating element, while another robot welds them all together. The discharge pipes pass the gases from the crucible chamber into the ultra-miniature mass spectrometer for comparison to signatures stored in the Reference Ingredient Comparison Engine, or RICE. Pipe unions are precisely tightened to a specific torque to ensure a permanent hermetic seal between the crucible and the RICE. Once the rice is attached, it is connected to the manufacturer's main database for download of the analysis profiles that can be uniquely customized for each unit. The standard database option included with the base model recipe analyzer is capable of identifying up to 2,048 common ingredients sufficient for the needs of most home cooking enthusiasts. The rice unit is capable of supporting additional cuisine packs, expanding the ingredient identification capacity up to a maximum of about $16 Optional cuisine packs are purchased for extra cost when an order is placed for the recipe analyzer. Some examples of cuisine packs are Southern Fried, Southern Baked, Canadian Sweet Tooth, and Cheeses of the World. Every rice unit is also programmed with secret recipe templates that prevent ingredient disclosure when a matching sample is analyzed. Secret recipe templates are registered with the manufacturer for a one-time fee negotiated on a case-by-case basis. The earliest known registered secret recipe is for a certain award-winning double sausage Dutch oven lasagna. Once the RICE is programmed, the access port is permanently disabled to prevent modification or reverse engineering, and the unit moves to the next assembly station where the morselizing intake funnel is attached on the top and the exhaust flame suppressor baffle is robotically welded to the bottom. A barcode is etched on the flame baffle so that each customized recipe analyzer can be easily tracked all the way to its final destination. At the final assembly station, the outer shell, including the combined control panel, wireless interface, and display, is attached. Ultrasonic welding fuses together the high-impact plastic shell to complete the durable toaster-sized unit. Since the integrated fuel cell provides power for the lifetime of the unit, final packaging is simplified by the absence of any cords or external connections. To maintain high quality control, units are randomly selected from the final assembly station for thorough testing prior to packaging. Quality control food samples are provided by a nearby frozen meal manufacturer, conveniently serving the needs of both businesses. While the recipe analyzer gives an accurate accounting of the ingredients of any food item, this still leaves cooks in charge of how to prepare them. Helping to fill that gap Several third-party subscription services are available which make use of the recipe analyzer's wireless interface to provide a rapid search function to retrieve recipes matching any ingredient list and proportions that the recipe analyzer identifies. Once just a wild science fiction idea, the miniature recipe analyzer has had a revolutionary impact on culinary arts everywhere. We hope that you've enjoyed learning about the Recipe Analyzer and that you are better able to make grandiose gustatory goodies. Until next time, this has been How Cool Stuff is Made, exclusively on KJVR, Jollyville Radio.
4: This is Peggy Breaker.
2: You're listening to KJVR. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lassar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. Come on, folks, let's chat with Martha Fisk, Community and Digital Outreach Coordinator at the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences in downtown Raleigh. The largest natural history museum in the southeast, boasting seven floors of interactive exhibit spaces spanning two city blocks. Martha Fisk, welcome to Community Beat.
3: Thank you so much for having me as part of your program today. I'm excited to be here.
2: Excellent. Through community and digital outreach, Martha, you actually bring the museum to the public. Tell us about the interactive programming.
3: Yes. So the community part of the programming is the part of programming that I do when I'm traveling in person out all around the state. So we do two two parts. So when we can, in normal times, we traveled in person and I would bring live animals and specimens and I would present to a group of like thirty students in their class about a topic like talking about snakes or dinosaurs or rocks and minerals. and I'd have objects that they could look at and pass around and we ask questions and share stories. and then um, we connect and kind of do a similar thing virtually and we use the green screen and we use pictures and video and so. The Museum of Natural Sciences provides science programming about all different kinds of topics. So we cover the ologies, is what we like to call them. So the biology sciences, biological sciences, and then we also have paleontology programs that we share and present with schools and after-school programs and libraries and other community festivals.
2: Tell us how your community outreach work reflects the mission of the museum to illuminate the natural world and inspire its conservation?
3: So the programming that we provide is for learners of all ages. So we are presenting topics to classrooms related to what the students are learning. And then we are also presenting to families. So when we are with our participants, we are really just trying to spark that curiosity. We want everybody to be lifelong learners. We want them to know about the different wonders of the natural world that they can encounter on their own and encounter when they go to new places. And we want them to be excited about these things that they can encounter. And we also want to teach them how to ask questions and how to find their answers. So that's the root of all of the programs that we do. So it's a lot of fun because when you're sharing something that you're really excited about with everybody, you're helping them make connections from their own life experiences. And then you're hopefully leaving them with more questions when you're finished because that's how you spark that love of learning and that curiosity for all the things that are around us that that we share this share this world with. So it's a lot of fun and um one of my favorite parts of the job is really it the museum really is a community museum because it's free. So um there's not that barrier of having to pay to get in and then we for the outreach programming, you know, we are traveling to people where they live and so that removes that travel barrier for farther away places. Mm -hmm. And we go and see little preschoolers all the way to senior citizens. So um, we're visiting everybody. So it really is a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it.
2: Martha, the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences has been around quite some time. Would you share a little museum history with us?
3: Sure. So the museum was started by two brothers, the Brimley brothers, and they were really interested in the natural sciences and they believed in making the collections accessible to everyone. So they started this museum in Raleigh to showcase all the really cool things that they were finding.
2: To support the museum with charitable donations or volunteering, where can we find you on the web, Martha?
3: So the museum's website is naturalsciences.org, and on the homepage, there is a Donate to Us Now tab that people can locate pretty quickly. And our Friends of the Museum organization provides the support to the museum to help us do additional programming free of charge and to help make the changes and updates to the museum's facilities that we need. The Friends of the Museum also helps us to provide the staffing so that we can provide more services for when you're on-site visiting and when we are traveling around in the community. And the donations can also help support our different uh, animal ambassadors and the staffing that helps support our maintenance and care of those, those animals too.
2: Give us that.org again.
3: It's natural sciences.org.
2: Thank you for joining us, Martha Fisk, and we wish you the best of the best.
3: Thank you so much.
2: This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar and Dig This. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something.
0: Peace. The creative team of cast and writers behind Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar Al-Kabalon, Emily Ansine, Lizzie Brister, John Cook, host of the podcast Fido, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Richard Davies, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Susanna Kay, Pilar Keperda, Robert Leary, Brian Routson, Thomas Schlitt, Michael Stanley, Matt Waite, and K. Wise. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Help us spread the word about Jollyville Radio. Tell a friend, post on social media, and be sure to subscribe to get updates about new episodes. You can find us on the web at jollyvilleradio.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio is directed by Michael Croso with lead editing provided by Dr. Monse Santian and social media help from Amy Costa. Jollyville Radio is a production of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. For KJVR in Jollyville, I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnooga Network.